They may have challenges with technology, uh, neglecting to distribute documents ahead of times or links or other files, not working from an agenda, even showing up late. All of these are signs of being ill-prepared. Welcome to your personal leadership accelerator. This is the Unbusy Leader Podcast with your host and leadership coach, James Mayhew. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Unbusy Leader Podcast. I'm your leadership coach and host, James Mayhew. And, you know, I get the privilege of working alongside leaders to help them develop dynamic workplace cultures where we maximize the employee experience. Because we know that wherever there's a great customer experience, there was first a great employee experience. You know, I'm grateful to have you join me here for another episode because I think of you as not somebody out in an audience, but I think of you as part of our high performance team of unbusy leaders. Because as an unbusy leader, you are more present. You're more in tune with what's going on around you and you earn the respect and the trust of your teams and your peers. And I like to describe you, the unbusy leader, this way, that you activate and release the talent, the passion, and the skill of everyone on your team. So now if you're new to to this podcast, uh, I just want to remind you that I release new episodes every Wednesday. And if this content is helpful to you, it would mean a lot to me if you'd rate it and review it. I want to talk with you today about one facet of creating that great employee experience that I mentioned a, a moment ago especially during this time of change and transition. We're continuing to adapt and adjust to these new forms of communication and technology because so many people continue to work remotely. And on today's podcast, I want to zero in on the virtual meeting. Now, make no mistake, virtual meetings are here for good. But leading an effective Zoom meeting or whatever software that you're using can be really intimidating, especially when you already have all these other things going unplanned and rapid change just all all around us at all times right now. You know, there's a lot of how-to articles out there that can help you learn the technical aspects of the software. So what I want to do is focus in on the human side of virtual meetings. Things from etiquette to setting expectations and how to create the best possible meeting experience for your attendees. Now, the cool part about this is that if you become better at leading virtual meetings, that translates back to leading live in-person meetings too. And, And again, I can't stress this enough. As a leader, one of the most important things that you can do as the facilitator or host or leader of a meeting is to do it well. So let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing that I really want to cover with you today is to be on time and be prepared. Now, it might surprise you, but one of the biggest reasons that meetings are ineffective is because organizers just aren't prepared. They may have challenges with technology, uh, neglecting to distribute documents ahead of times or links or other files, not working from an agenda, Even showing up late, all of these are signs of being ill-prepared and that communicates something to your attendees. See, leaders who come prepared, however, they instill confidence and professionalism because being prepared is a responsibility that you have as the host and facilitator of a meeting. If the meeting is important enough to hold, then it's important enough for you to create the best meeting experience for your attendees. So let's talk about being on time. Let's, I think that is such an obvious thing, but I know that a busy leader um, struggles to be on time. 
unbusy leaders value time and they value the time of others. So if you are the meeting host, this means you need to show up a minimum of 10 minutes early. Now, if you're in a new space or using a different type of device or technology, show up even earlier so you can confirm things like that you can connect to the Wi-Fi fine, that you can test the microphone, the camera and speaker settings. See, it's really frustrating and it can be very embarrassing even. Uh, and, and it's also guaranteed to break your concentration if you scramble to troubleshoot while everyone is watching and waiting. Now for virtual meetings or webinars with interactivity, such as sharing screens and documents, managing questions via chat, I would highly encourage you to have a co-host manage those areas. It creates a better user experience. Now I recently did one of these where uh, I was admitting people into the room and I, we did that because it was an extra layer of security. People, you know, we stressed that people would show up on time, but some people, you know, showed up after it started. And with me being the facilitator and the speaker at the time, I ended up having to manage those, uh, those attendees and admit them. And that could be, I'm sure it was perceived by the audience because first of all, I'm looking to a different spot on my screen. I pause because I can't talk while I'm clicking certain things at the same time. It just broke, broke my concentration. So it was a valuable lesson for me to learn. That's why I'm passing this on. Now, tip number two for hosting effective online virtual meetings is to set ground rules. You want to establish, is this meeting a working meeting or is it mostly informational? Or is it for your team to share progress updates and status reports? Make sure everyone knows and communicate that ahead of time. Now, one of the ways that you can help set ground rules is to create an agenda and stick to it. You know, we've all entered meetings where it was very clear that the organizer wasn't prepared. The meeting goes off topic and agendas provide that focus and clarity, including what the next steps are and, and having any associated action items. See, including deadlines and assignments of ownership is really important. Now, another thing you can do to help create ground rules is to just go ahead and establish a culture of excellence for meetings. Meetings should be organized. They should be purposeful and they should be orderly. Start on time and, and you don't have to wait for others to join. I, I find this to be frustrating and, and it's quite honestly, it's almost disrespectful for others who are on time. Now, there's good reasons that people show up late. I totally get that. But it won't take long to you know, establish this and your team will realize the value of being on time. One of the things I do is helping my clients discover and define their culture. In other words, how we get work done around here. And part of that discovery process is helping them identify any potential accidental values. Now, a common accidental value actually is lateness or you might call it tardiness, being late to appointments or meetings, missing deadlines, adjusting due dates, slow response to, to emails, things like that. And one of the benefits of, of holding meetings on time is that it will spark a micro shift in your culture to be on time. Now, another way to establish solid ground rules is just reminding your repeat offenders that it's disruptive to others when they join a meeting late especially if you have to pause to update them where you're at. It's just an easy conversation to have ahead of time to help you explain that. I also recommend that when you're doing virtual meetings, ask people to turn their video on and leave it on. Let them know that you want to see their wonderful faces. 
it, it creates accountability and actually drives engagement. Here's another ground rule. You may need to remind some people who are newer to Zoom meetings to mute their mics. I think we've done a great adjustment with this, but there are some people that still struggle or maybe they just haven't been on many Zooms. And uh, it might be that they just simply don't realize that their background noise creates that reverb and that can make it hard for others to hear. It just might be as simple as that no one's ever shown them how. So take care of that business uh, and let them know. And then the other ground rule here that I wanted to touch on today is this is a good practice to let others know at the beginning of a virtual meeting if somebody needs to leave early. It's a courtesy and it demonstrates respect for everybody else in the meeting. If somebody just suddenly disappears, um, that can leave people like wondering what's going on. And especially true if there's more than one. So I suggest creating what I would call a pre-flight checklist or a pre-virtual -pre meeting checklist with your team and that will just ensure that your meeting runs more efficiently. Well, before we move on, I'd like to let you all know about a virtual training that I'm leading that I'd like to invite you to. And that is simply called Leading Remotely. This is a workshop. It's going to be about 90 minutes in length. The first 60 minutes are training and teaching, and then we'll have 30 minutes of question and answer, which kind of turns into group coaching. So it's a very, very effective way to learn. So some of the things that you'll learn in that are how to facilitate engaging virtual meetings, why your communication style and tone is so important. Also, how to help your team stay engaged through disruptions and distractions, being more patient and gracious with your team without losing accountability, I created this training because so many people have had to endure a variety of challenges over these past few weeks. Learning new technology, dealing with distractions of working from home, staying connected to other team members, and even staying connected to the company's resources. All of these have, have created a struggle. And that's why I want to make this training available to you now. It's only $79. You can learn more at jamesmayhew.com slash leading dash remotely. All right, the number three tip that I want to talk to you today to lead effective virtual meetings is to let people know what you are and what you are not doing. Now, this one is this one is just another courtesy and it's a sign of respect for other people's. You want to let your team know that the reason that you might be looking away is that is is due to you taking notes or some other meeting related activity. Now, it may come across that when you're not looking at the screen, that you're not paying attention or that you're distracted by an email or you're working on something else. Again, letting people know ahead of time that what you're doing is a sign of respect. And it just it just reminds people it's creating expectations, setting some ground rules. And now tip number four to hosting an effective online meeting is keep people engaged. Trust me, it's possible. You can run a great virtual meeting where people are engaged if you do a little extra homework prior. Again, this is part of being prepared. You can do this. You can assign people to have a certain job. Uh, an example might include having somebody write down any questions that come up during maybe a brainstorm area. You might also assign somebody just to take notes on key discussion points. And you could also have another manage some of those resources like chat or screen shares or document shares. 
anytime that you involve others, it gives them a reason to, to be more engaged in what's happening. And it's just not a boring meeting, which is the next point of unpacking this one to keep people engaged is keep your meeting length down. You know, we've all endured those never ending meetings and especially online meetings with remote workers. This can be an, an especially tiring and, and be very boring and, and even tedious. Uh, if you've been on back to back to back Zoom meetings or you've led them, you know that Zoom that Zoom burnout is kind of a thing. So another way to help boost engagement is to leverage technology. Now, recognize that some people are very introverted and they don't like to speak up. If that's the case, a great way to help them engage is to use that chat feature or a live communal document like a, a Google Doc or Sheet where people can see what's actually happening in real time. You want to be cognizant about keeping people engaged, but I also want to remind you too that that calling somebody out in a virtual meeting is going to give them the same um, uh, apprehension as if you were in a live meeting. So lead intelligently in that way. Be empathetic which is actually a great segue into tip number five, which is simply just be a human. <laughs> just be a human on a virtual meeting and remember to smile, you know? Virtual meetings really are great they at filling a very important role, but they are not a perfect replacement for human connection. It can be really easy for a high achiever to run really efficient and effective meetings, but don't miss this. I would highly encourage you to build in an activity or extra time for people to connect. Now, leaders, it's really important to remember to be a human. Smile a little more, tell a funny story or something interesting that happened to you recently. And, and here's the thing. If you don't have anything, ask someone else ahead of time to do that. The other piece of this is, is we want to be patient. You, you want to be patient, especially in these times of constant change. Um, you might even close your meeting by asking people to recognize others. Call it something clever. There was a uh, uh, one department in a company that I used to work for, and they called this time kudos. So they ended their meetings by recognizing someone else who helped them or did something above and beyond. It was completely voluntary, but it was really cool because once one person kind of was brave and stepped up and did it, then that just kind of gave others permission to go, oh, I want to share somebody. They, they helped me do this or they were great in walking me through this challenge. And that's a really great example of modeling leadership because leadership isn't about creating followers. It's about developing other leaders. I always have felt that Craig Grishel says it best when he says people would rather follow a leader who's always real than a leader who's always right. So in review here, I gave you five practical ways to lead better virtual meetings. And these practical ways aren't just for virtual meetings. They're great things to remember to lead when we can get back together in person. Maybe something resonated around being on time and being prepared. Maybe it was the idea of setting ground rules. Or maybe it was letting people know what you are and, aren't, and are not doing. Maybe what stuck out to you was letting people know what you are and aren't doing. It is possible to keep people engaged. And then finally, to just be a human 
and the engagement piece will come and the expectations. People will respect you so much when you do these things well. So I hope this episode has been useful for you and I look forward to catching you on the next one. And remember, the best leaders, unbusy leaders, release the passion, the talent and skill of everyone around them. For more information about upcoming workshops on leading remotely, please visit jamesmayhew.com slash leading dash remotely.